Bad boys, what you gonna do? Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of the Maddie Chipper Podcast. I'm so excited to be here, and guess what? I'm even more excited that you're here. You decided to click the link to watch me talk, and I think that's the coolest thing on earth. I mean, a lot of people right now, let's be honest, they're not clicking the link, and they kind of suck ass. And you guys said, I'm not going to suck ass. I want to watch this 35-year-old man uh, freak out for about 30 minutes, Um, and I think that's good. I think that should be right up there with a lot of other important things in your life. Call your grandpa. Brush your teeth. Listen to Maddie Chimber freak out. Um, this is my eighth take trying to record this. Sometimes I just I set a standard for myself, people, for you. And uh, when I don't achieve it, I hit my microphone off this and I threw my hat and almost broke it. And that in that moment, I was like, you know what? You need to calm down. I never thought I had anger issues. When my ex used to tell me I had them, I always brushed it off like she was just projecting on me. And uh, now I see that... It's these little episodes where I kind of have these like uh, compartmentalized freakouts. Um, in my brain, when I'm freaking out, it's justified because I want to do good on here. And when it's dumb and I'm just sputtering and swearing for no reason, it's not to a standard that I hold myself. Um, so in turn, I swear more and I stop recording and I start saying more swears and bite my lip on the inside sometimes I do that but uh I guess when her and I were together I was like you know what that's how I just deal with things that's how I uh how I kind of digest things that are annoying me um whether it's good or bad uh and forever when she would say that I'm like no it's just it's fine I'm doing this it's not affecting you don't leave me alone and now in the moment of hitting my hat off that chair and I I thought I broke it and I'm like, is that worth it, Matt? Is that worth you breaking a hat that you really like because of a podcast? And the answer people's no. I think the answer is, uh, to step back. I mean, I started last week's episode with saying none of this matters. I mean, it does. I always like to live by the idea of, um, I don't give a shit, but I care, which is like a weird between a rock and a hard place thing of like, don't let it affect you. Don't give a shit. Go in with like a nonchalant attitude, but you still care. You know what I'm saying? You still kind of want to do good. I think the not I'm not giving a shit about the little anxieties that stuff caused me, whether it's stand up or doing a podcast. Um but I care. I care because I'm here. I kept I kept coming back. I could have just said, you know what? I'm not doing this this week. I'm freaking out. Uh, but my brain's like, no, we're doing this. Because you care. You're a grown man. You care. Sometimes. I always care. You know what's funny is like just even doing this. I mean, this is my... I did one, two, three. This might be my fourth week in a row. People... I. If you're a, a, an alumni of the Maddie Chimber podcast world or you're just a new person listening for the first time or you only heard two episodes, I don't think I've ever done four episodes in a row with consecutive weeks, which, uh, you know, um, excuse that I uh, was not motivated. I don't know. I mean, I was thinking about why am I doing it now? And I and I remember when COVID first hit. And my job tamed down. I was like, damn, I have time. I was did I did P90X every workout. I did every every one. And I was like, holy shit, this is great. I I'm doing it. I I mean what all it took was, you know, me to put my foot down. But then I realized the through line of doing that and then doing this is uh 
just not having a job. I mean, is it? It's gonna sound dumb to say out loud, but when you don't have time, when you have more time, you can get a lot more shit done. You know what I'm saying? Like, working out is not necessarily hard. It is when you have a day job and you have to squeeze it into an hour that you'd rather allocate for something else. I mean, it's mentally tough, but I'm happy that I can. It, like, I guess if I had a job right now, I don't even know if I'd be doing this. I'd, I'd probably be making an excuse. I'd probably be. I'd be just getting home, but guess what? I'm here. Um, although I didn't work out today, too. I'm just getting hurt. I swear to God. Have you been in a position where you're like, I'm showing up for the workouts. I'm showing up and still getting injured. I hurt my hamstring. I think planks. I think playing softball. I mean, I love those like pulled a muscle pains or, or aches where you're like, I don't even know where you came from. Where did you come? Who brought you here? That's a funny reel. When it pulled hamstring, walks in the door, who brought you here? And, and then, you know, I don't know, I just showed up. He's like, yeah, that's not good. My right ass cheek has been not killing me, but it's like, put it this way. When I lay on my back on my bed, if I dig my, if I push my heel into the bed, uh, I feel a pain at my upper hamstring and lower ass. Like it just, a it just like I've had pulled strained muscles before. Feels like that, but, uh. It's just frustrating because, like, I tried hiking today with a buddy. We had to go, like, kind of just really just walk around. We didn't really do any sort of steep inclines. And then hurt my hand doing pull-ups. I mean, it didn't hurt. It's just achy. But it's like, bro, I'm showing up for the workouts, and I'm still getting hurt. I mean, is this aging? Is this why people who are older, like, some of them stop working out? I mean, I refuse. I'd rather get hurt working out than not work out. I mean, it's just crazy. It's so frustrating. I rolled my ankle playing golf. I'm like, I rolled my ankle playing golf and then I proceeded to roll my ankle again hiking. I'm like, can you just get hurt more by walking? Like what is going on? And it's the irony, all of this people, the irony is the fact that at the current moment, I don't have active health insurance. Through my company, I have a thing where I can sign up and I can pay a premium and have it. And luckily, it's retroactive. I'm just throwing a lot of big words at you guys. Bear with me. I just got to get this off my chest. Uh, it's retroactive for two months, meaning you know, if I need it, I can just call them and they, it clicks back in like it never went away. But I'm just like... Of course, the second I don't have it, my leg hurts, my hand hurts. What else? Uh, my eyes, allergy. I mean, it's just like, dude, I'm just going to go in a field and just scream at the clouds. Why? Like a movie. I just like to romanticize sad shit sometimes. I just want to be in a, in a field crying when it's raining, screaming at the clouds so it looks like the notebook. Screaming about why my leg hurts and all this bullshit. But hey. That's neither here nor there, because guess what? If I have a couple of drinks, it's going to go away, and I don't want to just mope around. I'm doing it now for sheer entertainment purposes, but guess what? All in all, I'm happy. I feel good. I'm excited. Uh, I'm ready to just fucking, you know, keep working hard. I uh, Lately, I feel like creatively I've been struggling a little bit. Um, I know this is kind of not really, I don't know if you guys like BTS, a little behind the scenes, but uh, it's interesting. I mean, I've been trying to write a lot more for stand-up. I feel like for the last couple of years, I've been so... Uh, I would just really go on stage and just kind of have fun and riff and riff and say things. And in turn, you remember what you said. You know what I'm saying? So 
I basically, if it got a laugh, I would uh, not remember. I would remember what would work. So when you do all these shows and you're kind of being silly, okay, it worked at this show. I'm going to do it at this show, which is a good way because you remember the feeling of telling the joke versus like the actual words. But sometimes when you don't do jokes for a while, you, you forget what the feeling is. And then I didn't necessarily write new stuff. So I'm kind of in this weird place of like, I can't really perform it well. And I've always been envious of people as stand-ups who are very, I don't want to be scripted too much, but I do want to get to the point where I know I can sit at my computer and just type things out. I have a master file of my jokes and, and this, that, and the other. And actually just saying this right now reminded me of uh, some guy who gave me a good pointer. He goes, when you're rehearsing for a show, don't remember the words. Try to picture the day you wrote the joke, like what you felt like. So actually, it's a good idea because I have a show tonight. And I just, basically, I've been in my head and even writing, I thought that was going to alleviate it because I'm just writing a lot and trying to come up with new ideas. You know, reason being, I'm trying to do the road more, I'm, uh, you know, in this coming fall. Thankfully, everybody's been like, or not everybody, but people have been like, hey, you coming here, you coming here. I want to go on the road with a good headlining set. Um, I can do 30 minutes now. I mean, it, it's like an accordion. Some days I feel great, some days I don't. As far as how much material I have, if it's a hot crowd, I'm like, dude, I can do three days of material. And then if you have a bad show, you're like, I have nothing that's funny. I am a trash human and I belong in a cage in a shed. Um, but I've been writing a lot more, which I thought would alleviate it. But in turn, uh, it's like, I feel crazy to say this, but I feel like it's making my stage performing worse. I feel like now I write so much. Uh, I'm just in my head about the new things I wrote. I'm questioning the things I've been doing. Uh, it's just kind of a whirlwind. I, and it's, I've had this feeling kind of before. I'm trying to just work my way through it. I really don't want to. I, I think whatever's happening will go away. And I think it's growing pains of just being new to writing. I mean, again, it's like I write like an hour a day. I'm just fucking banging out old jokes, not even like writing jokes. Like literally you spend more more of the time organizing and remembering and, and documenting. Yeah, you write new stuff. But the problem with like unlike my videos where I can I can film it, look at it. And when you look at something and this is my maybe it's a talent I have that some people have with like reading is I can see if it's funny. Like the problem with like writing stand up is sometimes you're you're focused so much on the general topic that you're uh when you write it out, I don't even know if it's funny. I feel like it's just I'm writing this thing that I think I care about and then uh, you have to go perform it somewhere, but then when you have a show you don't always want to do new stuff. So you just basically develop this like giant backlog of like ideas to try. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of weird though. I don't know if anybody's like good at writing or I just never been a writer, I guess like, and I, I'm trying to re recalibrate my brain to not think of writing as writing. I would know that sounds kind of dumb. I'm trying to think about it as like, you're creating jokes. Like look at it, like the way you create videos. Like I clearly understand joke structure and like the idea of misdirection, the idea of, you know, somewhere even with like my fucking videos. I mean, basically those are like mini one liners the way I kind of like take an idea and, and the punchline is my, how I develop the video where it's like, you know, your alarm coming to wake you up. And then the, you know, you're rather than it's like, I'm, I'm acting on the punchline. Imagine it doesn't matter. Anyways. Um, I don't know if you're a writer fucking, I'm just not good at writing. 
throw me some advice. I, I've never liked it. I, I just like something with like staring at a computer screen just gets boring. But I did write for a long time today and I do feel productive. So I do I don't hate it, but I I'm trying to learn if there's like a strategy. That's the thing with like comedy sometimes. It's very it's kind of like, remember when you would be in like elementary school and you don't want anyone cheating off your test or because you, or like when you found out the answer, you kind of like do that shit where you put your arm around your piece of paper. Not always, but sometimes comedy can feel a bit like that, which maybe it's for good reasons too, because not everybody develops things the same way. But sometimes like it's not necessarily this big open forum of how people write jokes because it gets so hard and you're constantly thinking about how to get on a new show or how to you know write more things to put out content on the internet that no one's really taking breaks to like collaborate as far as like the joke writing process um i'm sure if you ask the questions and maybe that's the thing i should just do i'm sure if you ask the questions people would shed light and be like dude just i mean like some of my buddies like justin foster super funny he he gave me some good pointers of just like as you're writing ask yourself questions sometimes you can get stagnant when you're just typing but if you ask yourself questions and kind of like keep provoking you to go deeper into the idea so but regardless i think a lot of people they're kind of just like in your their own head about doing things which i get i mean i'm i hate to say it i'm like that with my videos like some people want to collaborate and i'm like dude i'm just so in like generate mode and i'm i'm hitting a stride with what i'm doing i don't really want to like start getting involved with other people's schedules this guy's running late it's like dude i can just literally wake up drink coffee and film something so i don't know it's uh I don't know why you just go through like in in comedy and maybe it's just I think it's just me but um you just go through these ebbs and flows and I mean I never I guess you have that I have that at my day job but uh luckily I've done it enough where I don't take it's funny I, I've learned to not take the, the lulls as serious like 80% of me will be like when I'm sucking, I'm just like, God, you fucking suck. But there's like 20% where you're like, bro, you've you've experienced this low before. And then like two, sh- you can have three good shows in a row and you're like, that was just a little funk. I beat the funk. So it's very common. But the more this happens, I'm hoping like it's it's doing a wave in the up pattern. And I, th- I know it is because like a bad show for me. Some people are like, that was good. And you're like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a good show. But I hate to be that guy where it's just beating down compliments for the sake of like seeming like you're better than you are. You're like, I just say thank you, but I'm, I'm hoping the lulls get better. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I'm trying to now like that. I have time just step back and be like a student of comedy. Although I was talking to my girls, like the more I watch these like stand up videos about, it sounds crazy to say I've been doing Santa for 12 years. I'm like, I love like the process of like starting from scratch in like the learning of like, okay, I want to go back to like the beginning, like when they're teaching about premise and finding a premise and how to develop the premise. Cause you know, you kind of come up and you develop this really scrappy approach to writing jokes and you don't really know the technical aspect. At least for me, I never knew the technical aspect of it. So, uh, I kind of geek out on the idea of like, I want to go back and like relearn like the basics and just kind of like make sure and then go back to my jokes now with like a fresh set of eyes, um, you know, with that, this newfound knowledge of like joke writing and blah, blah, blah. Um, 
thinking like I overlooked some grand rule in comedy writing and I'm just going to go tweak all my jokes and they're just going to be even better. And honestly, I th- I think I think that because I'm not confident with how I write. So in the but I told my girl in the process of going back, it's like you're watching like these like uh, these videos of like, you know, kind of beginner strategies and be- beginner uh, uh, what am I fucking trying to say like joke writing for beginners or whatever and even like more evolved videos not that the, it kind of like it kind of just lives in the beginner world there's not like intermediate intermediate joke writing um but the more you watch it you're like oh i i think i always got it i think it's just i never knew like i watched this one video and you're like oh this is like really rudimentary joke writing where it's like people come into this with zero idea whatsoever and you're assuming they probably weren't even humorous people or maybe they were but it's like it's literally like how to like think of an idea to even joke about and how to like poke it and I'm just like oh I did that like naturally my whole life and then I the more I watch these videos I'm like yeah there was a couple like tips and tricks that I took away from it but it was like kind of a good confidence boost of like bro you've been doing it at a higher level not and I'm not trying to sound conceited but it's like at least now in the last couple years it's like oh you have jokes that are like good I mean it's not like there's always room for improvement but um yeah I don't know why sometimes I just don't have confidence with the shit I do and 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 then the second somebody goes that's really good I hate that it takes that to happen for me to be like yeah it is pretty good you know I don't know. It's not that I don't want to be like, like, I don't want to come off as cocky sometimes, but even like with joke writing, I don't know what it is where you like write something and you're just like, is this dumb? Like, is it, I know you get a laugh, but in the world of comedy, sometimes it's very like, there's always people being like, oh, but you got to laugh with that. Oh, you got, you got him to laugh, but it was dirt. It was raunchy or whatever. So then you start to question the shit you're writing about. So I feel like over the years, and this is for some of you people who just watch my videos, if you ever come see me do stand up, I talk like one of your friends when you're out like doing stuff. I mean, I'm not this like squeaky clean guy. And I hate that. Like the labels are starting to come in of like squeaky clean, but it's like, when you're with your fucking buddies, you swear, you talk about ass, you can talk about this. You, I mean, it's like I kind of cover all the bases, um, but sometimes people hear trigger words in stand-up, and I've been like labeled like, like oh, you're, you're, you're kind of raunchy. Oh, you do that edgy stuff, and they, it's like annoying because they completely disregard the cleverness to it. They hear dick, and they're like, it's a dick joke. It's shitty dick joke, and you're like, yeah, but there's like a clever thing to it. I'm not just like shock humoring people um, to death with just being like ball sack and then fucking some raunchy, gross act out. It's like I'd like to think I'm a little – I am clever. But anyways, um, I think, yeah, when people started to label you, then you're like I don't – it's almost steering you away from your strengths of like, well, but if that's how I write, that's how I write. And inadvertently, when people would kind of like make little sidebar comments, as much as you want to deflect them, they stick with you. And then I'm kind of like now like trying to write all clean. And, and I still think it's a good like I, I why I want to write clean is like notoriously speaking, 
and I don't even know if this is true, but there are people who are like, oh, it's easier to get a laugh if you're dirty, which I'm like, I mean, is it? I, I mean, I don't know. I think that's like maybe I'll agree with that like somewhat, like 5%, but um, I think why I want to challenge myself to write cleaner now though rather than just keep writing like I've been in it. And for the record, it's like I have jokes that are not disgust. Like I don't have jokes that are just disgusting. I don't you'll see um but uh i guess i might i tricked my brain to wanting to write clean now of like it's a challenge like anybody can talk about bar and sex shit because it's already a, like sex is already a topic that's humorous when you hear sex it's already silly to think about but i guess i want to challenge myself to write about like things that are like you would never even look at like i love when comedians can like uh, a comedian i don't remember the joke but like a comedian, Fahim Anwar, he's so good. He was just like, my girl was like, he wrote, he did this funny new joke about the bar of soap when it's like running down. You're like that. Like I want to, I don't know. I get, I guess I get like creative FOMO and then I'm like, I want to do, I want to write about shit like that. And then I feel like you put too much pressure on yourself and the things that you naturally can make funny, you're ignoring because you're just staring at this one thing to be funny. You know, I don't know. It's, Sometimes I'm just uh, lacking confidence, which uh, I did tell myself, though, after I wrote today, I was like, I have a show at the Improv tonight, and I'm actually pretty excited. It's my first, like, booked spot at the Hollywood Improv. Like, the booker of the club emailed me. I'm on a lineup with good people. Like, it's, like, the first one. And uh, I'm in my head a little bit. I mean, my last couple shows, it's weird. I had a really good show, and then, like, my last, like, four I'm just like not thrilled about and like some of the crowds have been blah it's like a weird venue or whatever which I hate to give myself the benefit of the doubt but um I really want to do good on this one while kind of having that like loose attitude I mean I listened to old sets earlier and uh it was just like crazy when you hear the shows where there was like no pressure and then the ones that are our pressure, like how fucking loose I was. But like today, what I was getting at is I still want to go in, you know, kind of about like my jokes. Like I want to, it's like, dude, these are my jokes. I should have their back. I, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, one of my buddies, Jermaine, when we were in grad school, he had sent something great where we were on a project together and we, we drew these bit I was I went to school for architecture and we drew you know had our drawings ready but we couldn't get them all done but we got some done he's like well we're going this is what we're going to war with meaning like this is all we fucking have so how I was walking back from writing today I'm like dude I don't give a fuck I'm doing my fucking shit I, I don't care about the potential comics in the back of the room judging me or the booker judging me it's like clearly you've done something to get to this point so uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of got a lot, a lot going in the noggin. But uh, I guess it's just who I've always been. I don't know. I'm not trying to make this about. This is very inside baseball. I I mean, some people maybe get a kick out of it. Um, I kind of needed to take this episode. I mean, I, literally, like I said, I I took like five tries to try recording this, and I'm just like, you start, you realize you're saying what you think. Like I started each like the last couple versions of this episode, like saying like what I think you'll think is funny, and it's like no, like anytime I do a video, I write stand up or even this, it's like 
I should be doing what I want to do. And it's not like a F you thing. It's just like, that's how you're going to live in that comfortable kind of atmosphere to be the silliest. I know right now this is the least silly, but, um, Sometimes you got to just hit the reset button, boys, B's and G's. I don't know. probably doesn't help you because I didn't sleep well last night. I swear to God, dude. The older I get, I sleep like absolute shit. I wake up at like 6, like 6.20 every morning. And then it's like you just lay there and you're like, well, what do I just sit here and stare at the ceiling or do I grab my phone? Which is the fucking culprit. I'm addicted to my goddamn phone. I'm just going to say it. It's staring at me right now. I recorded this on my fucking phone. I mean... It's hard not to be addicted when my career almost basically lives on this phone. My social life lives on this phone. My sex life is on the phone. I mean, everything's on the phone. I have like, yeah, I can watch. It's sad. If you've ever been to the point where like you're so addicted to your phone and then you have these weird thoughts where you're like, well, get off your phone and watch TV. You're like, Jesus Christ. Remember when you're a parent, when you were younger and your parents were like, turn the TV off and read a book. The TV's now the book. The phone's like this this fucking crackhead that we're addicted to. It's like, put it down and watch TV like a civilized human. You're like, good Lord, is that really where we're at? So I just wake up. But then again, it's like I wake up and I'm like, what am I going to just watch fucking the ceiling? I'm going to count shit. I'm not doing sheep. I'm not like, I mean, we're not counting. But in turn, there's that study where they say like the blue light of the phone or some light wakes you up more, which you're like, I mean, yeah, that and the fact that I'm watching fucking TikToks of people falling off buildings, not purposely. I mean, not purposely. I want to watch that. I mean, just scrolling. It's like one second, it's a guy making a buffalo wings. And the next second, it's people fist fighting. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? Like, of course, everybody has anxiety. You're like, this is the most ADD thing on earth. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't sleep like shit. But then you read these studies, you're like, seventy percent of people don't sleep as much. So you're like, then at what point do we realize that just thirty percent of people are sleeping more than your sh- more than you should? When there's seventy percent of people sleeping a certain way, call me crazy. I'd assume that's the way we sleep. And then there's thirty percent who get more than we need, and they're just this elite group of fucking sleepers. My girlfriend literally can she like. You, you ever, like, she sleeps well, my ex slept well. No, she didn't. She slept terrible. Um, My girl now, though, fucking, like, just out. Like, I mean, never wakes up. Never, never. I'm, like, fucking, she, if somebody touches me, I wake up. I mean, it's insane, and I'm very, I have, like, maybe two nights a week where I'm, like, damn, I slept pretty good. But every other night, I'm up at, like, six, and then you just lay there, and you're, like, what am I going to sleep? I'm going to go back to bed at eight and then wake up at ten. And then you just justify. I'm like, well, I guess I could just take a nap, which is like, I mean, do I tried a power nap? I did today for like six minutes because I had to go right and do other stuff. But um, fucking sleeping, though. I don't know. I feel like that's why. I don't know. I mean, who the fuck gets eight hours of sleep? Like, let's be honest. I love the studies that they that they do when they're like. Most geniuses go to bed er, uh, go to bed late and s- wake up early, and then everybody tries to cling to that. You're like, no, bitch, you're just have insomnia. You're not a genius. Like I love they like, they do these like th- traits of a genius. It's like not a lot of sleep. You're dirty, and everyone's like, I'm clearly a genius. Like no, you're just a tr- you're trash, and you're still st- you're stupid. I mean, 
yeah, maybe you stay up late probably because you're drinking beer and you're dirty because you're drunk, but it's not, don't try to like, you don't try to take advantage of a genius symptom like, well, I guess I'm genius. It's like, no, you just wore the same outfit every day for a week. I mean, it's not really, um, you're not really doing it, but I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do tonight. I'm gonna talk about and yeah, I don't know. I'm getting older. The phone thing though, I need to fucking relax. I need to. I want to put those things up. The problem is, it's like I get in this this cycle with my phone where I'm just like, I just balance between apps. I'm literally like, you're just checking. Like you have like this like. I feel like a security guard at a building where they walk around and they have to like touch the wand to that fucking thing. And I'm just like a building is my phone and each checkpoint is just a new app. And I don't know if that's basically, I don't know if you guys knew like security guards when you see them walking around to keep them like on check, they literally have to go around and there's these checkpoints that they touch the wand to, to make sure that they're making the rounds, which is like fucking hilarious to me. But that's literally just my life. It's just bopping around to these different apps. What and then I, in my brain, I'm like, you do it like twice, and you're like, what am I like? What what what's gonna happen? Like, I see a new. Not to sound cocky, but it's like every time I check my phone, I have notifications for people liking videos. I mean, it's inevitable when you put a bunch out, and even like comments. It's like you shouldn't even be reading the comments anyways. They're they're like half the fucking people are talking to another friend so it's not even pertaining to me i mean getting a follower it's like okay but it's like you shouldn't care about that you know it's like one side of my brain is like living above me being like that doesn't matter like why do you care about that and then there isn't it wild like you have like the fucking responsible part of your brain i'm just you guys are clearly finding out that i'm just schizophrenic I clearly have like the responsible side of my brain where you're like, that doesn't matter. The followers doesn't matter. The comments don't matter. I mean, you're, you're literally bopping around to justify, um, if to justify like nothing, I guess. I, I, I don't even know. And then you have the other side of your brain that just loves it. You're like, what is that? Like, what, how do we even have that part of our brain? Like, I know you always hear these like psychologists that are like, this is a part of your brain that's trying to resistance to uncomfortable things and it, it likes the dopamine. You're like, no, there's an addict in all of our brains. That's literally it. I talked about it last week. We're all addicted to something, you know, we just don't know we are. And I think 90% of us is that fucking dopamine drip of seeing a fucking heart or something on a picture or video. And you're like, I'd like to step back from that. But in a weird way, it's like, I don't know what I would do. I mean, it does fill up a portion of the day where you're like, otherwise, I mean, I guess I can be productive and write and do something or read or I don't know. I mean, a part of me is like, what, what would you do? I mean, if you weren't like just, and then you're also like, you know, I can't relax and watch a couple videos. I think I need to find a middle ground. People, we're, we're, we're working through this together. Clearly, I'm scatterbrained right now. Um, I don't know. It's hard. Maybe I need to get, like, a hobby. But I guess, like, sometimes when you look at, like, hobbies, it, it's like if I'm going to go write, you're, like, actively writing. Or, like, if what am I going to fucking paint? You're, like, paint, you're like working. What's like a thing you can do that's like mindless? But then I'm like, why don't you just fucking occupy it with doing your shit? You can write. Let your phone be your reward at the end of the day and then you're done. But the whole day, 
devote to writing. Let's do that. That's a new rule I'm going to try to have. No more phone stuff. The problem is you just see these comments and people are fucking dicks. I mean, to be perfectly honest, like it's so annoying. And then like people write rude shit on my videos and then I, and I'm arguing why I shouldn't read it. It's like, what am I going to read comments of like just fucking like some of you might have like some followers you put videos out there. I mean, but if some of you that don't like really care for like social media or like you know, get, have rude people like the shit people write me. It's so numbingly fucking rude. And it's inevitable that if I keep reading them, I will write back. I mean, that's the, that's why I shouldn't even be looking at my fucking social media when, aside from when I just post something for the simple fact that it's like, it's like the idea I, I read, I watched a Ted talk about like eating healthy where it's like, if you have like some like cookies in your cabinet, it's not if you're going to eat it, it's when. If they're in your house, you're going to fucking eat them. And the same way with me. If you read the comments, it's not if you're going to write back something rude, it's inevitably when. When are you? When at some point is it just going to build up and you're going to be like, fuck this shit. And I did the other day. Some lady, some dude wrote, stick to your videos it makes you seem like less of a douchebag because he commented that on my stand-up clip which i mean the stand-up clip was of talking me me talking about how i'm scared to check my balls for cancer and why do we do it like you're a doctor but i'm squeezing my own nuts like what the fuck that, that makes zero sense um and i just wrote haha you're absolute trash and then i got i got flagged on facebook so now it's like now feeding into it not only is it bad to even read those and bad to comment it's literally can like ruin my fucking account like that's the thing that's super frustrating about it so um reason number four thousand why i should get off my goddamn phone but uh until then i'm gonna keep doing uh i mean i'm I'm doing things for my phone i'm in debt to it it's not even the phone it's the shit on the phone if you think about it so funny though like adults like not even i'm an adult but like you know our parents age or you know older the older gen, um, they're always like, you kids, you're, you're all have anxiety now. You're all stressed out. It's like, yeah, because I have nine social lives to fucking uphold. I have eight apps. I'm checking constantly. I got to keep tabs on this. I'm posting video. I'm like, you guys, would you fucking have, you had one phone on the wall you all shared, and then you went outside and played with your carefree shit. You guys made fucking so much more money. I make nothing. I'm poor. I have fucking nine avatars out there all of which are getting require so much attention you don't get it i feel like in turn we're more adults than them you ever feel like it's like flip-flopped remember when your parents would like reprimand you about drinking where they're like don't just drink it don't drink that you got to be careful when you go out we reprimand our parents reprimanded us about drinking the way we reprimand them about not just clicking random links and emails they act like we did when we were younger and drinking like, I'll fucking do, I'll do that. You're like, don't like just a random drink at a party is equivalent to like a link that our parents click. We're like, just cause it was there. Doesn't mean you have to touch it. You have to look, you have to assess the surroundings before you just start clicking shit. But they said I owed him money. You're like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? My buddy today literally had to cancel his, his fucking debit card. It's sad when you see somebody young get duped with the scammers. You're like, how did you mother... But you, we grew up in this. You knew this shit. It's like, you know, fuck. It's like being fucking... I'm trying to think of an example. 
what's it like? It's like when a, I'm trying to think of an animal and a prey. I don't know. I was going to say a duck. Like a bird and a cat. You're like, how many fucking... Like, you've seen all these motherfucking... Like, it's the old bird that gets caught, not the fucking cool... The quick young bird. You know, I don't know if that's even a good thing, but... Anywho, phones are crazy. You guys are the best. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It felt good for me to do. Um, I appreciate if you like, subscribe, comment. And uh, if you have any tips on writing, if you're... If you feel... Just say anything. Jesus Christ. I I write back, so... Um, All right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye.